You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. And welcome to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community. I am Ben Wolf, as always, your host. We're going to cover today how to manage your team, how to best manage your team for performance with our guest today. Uh, invite everybody to make sure and subscribe wherever you are listening to this, whether it's YouTube, uh, Spotify, Google, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever the names of the different platforms are that you're listening to this on. Subscribe in that place. Leave a review if it allows you to do so. Hit like. If it's YouTube, also hit the little bell besides the subscribe uh, that makes sure you get updates on every video that comes out from these interviews so you can get the maximum value from this. And leaving the reviews also helps make it more available on those platforms to other people. Uh, and with that, I want to get into introducing our guest today. He is the CEO of Titus Talent Strategies, which helps businesses with, number one, hiring for performance, uh, using targeting, targeted recruiting of passive candidates, including a full year guarantee, which, you know, even though this is not like a infomercial here, but I do hope he talks about that because it's actually very different from what most recruiters do and the way he structures that. So I just think it'll be interesting uh, and informative. And secondly, uh, he helps clients with managing for performance, consulting with clients on how to maximize their team's happiness and productivity, even where he was not the, even where his company was not the ones that found the candidate. He has over 20 years in, uh, in uh, human capital and re the recruiting industries uh, with multiple organizations. You can find out more about him and his company at TitusTalent.com. And with that, I give you Jonathan Re Reynolds. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, thanks, Ben. Intros like that, I'm like, this guy sounds really interesting. I want to talk to him about these things. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you get to see him in the mirror every single day, this guy. Uh, so great. help other people see see what you see in the mirror, a little two-minute background and context on who you are, where you come from, you know, how you got to be working on the stuff we're talking about today. Yeah, cool. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's uh, good to connect. We've, you and I have just been chatting for the last 20 minutes about all things all over the world. Um, and Putting which celebrities we each look like. Exactly. Exactly. Um, You'll have to leave uh, a comment on, on which one you think, uh, on which one you think Jonathan looks well, like, which one you think at least, I look like. At least the one that I said that Ben looked like was, he said was a compliment. Um, I don't know about the one, anyway, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, um, it's great to be here. I, I'm passionate, passionate, passionate about the people space. Um, I am not a, I sit in the visionary seat at Titus Talent Strategies. I've got a great integrator, Scott Seafeld. We've worked together for the last 10 years. And, uh, but prior to that, my whole space has been uh, in working with people, uh, sort of a consultant st style salesperson at profile. Uh, probably like a lot of people who sit in the visionary seat. Um, process is not my thing. Uh, following process is not my natural tendency. So I love, love, love EOS uh, from an operating system and uh, cannot rave and Just enough. for those... For those who are new to, to oh, yeah. EOS, uh, what what is entrepreneurial operating system? What is EOS? And how did you? I did want to ask you about that. And, and how, oh, how did you come to that in terms of running your own business on it? Yeah, you know, you know what is the deal with your clients running their companies on EOS? Like, tell me about yeah. that. Yeah, good, good one. So, uh, leading up, sorry, about uh, ten years ago, coming out of the twenty ten recession. I was sitting with Milwaukee Tool, the power tool company, and uh, I was I was been in contingent recruiting, and so I was trying to get a search to work on. As you know, coming out of a recession, it's kind of like the uh, who's hiring, uh, how how recruiters survive, and I'm like, give me something to work on. 
And uh, they said, Jonathan, no, we're not, we're not paying any of those whopping big fees. I'm not doing that. Um, and I said, okay, well, you've got some critical roles open, right? Yeah, the answer was we do. And I said, well, let me work on them in a different way. And I just suddenly felt like the opportunity um, to create something new and special. I, I thought the recruiting industry was quite a dirty industry, very sort of similar to the connotations that come up when I say used car sales. <laughs> kind of like, yep, I get it. You're all the same. You're all recycling other people's unwanted goods. And I know that's, please, if you're in transition, you're not unwanted goods. Uh, people are a wonderful gift. And uh, uh, I think uh, everyone's got a purpose in the world. But um, just that connotation of someone's going to make a buck off of trying to place, place these, make these connections together. And it was the reward system was off. That commission structure, I felt, was off. Um, and it made people do crazy things. And I saw it all around me. I thought, here's the chance to do something special. So I said to Milwaukee Tool, let, let us dedicate exclusively to you. Uh, and we're going to help you find the best of the best people, A players, uh, passive candidates, those who are not working somewhere else, uh, those who are working somewhere else, they will see your job ads. And it was right there and then, it's kind of my heaven's open moment of here's a new way of doing things. And here's a, a we, can, we can change the tables a bit here. I didn't think that we were going to, uh, be these huge game changers and transform a $150 billion industry that had been around 150 years, this contingent recruiting. But I right. knew that there was an opportunity to do something special. So fast forward, uh, we're launching this new business model. Um, my business partner uh, and I working together, got a hold of this book called Traction. And uh, it was uh, this the entrepreneurial operating system for running mm -hmm. your business. And I'm like, this is fantastic. So we we started trying to, we're sitting at a, every Monday morning, 7 a.m. at a Starbucks, reading through this book, trying to implement this thing. And it got to a point where we said, oh gosh, we need help. Um, and so we found out that there were these implementers out there, certified professional implementers who could help us um, help us get functioning on this while we were running our business. Because sometimes when you're, you're flying the plane, it's hard to, to slow down and stop, when, especially when you're starting up. And uh, so it was great to have somebody navigate that through with us and help us implement this. And eight years in, we are running and humming on EOS, the entrepreneurial operating system, which has been an absolute lifesaver, even in the midst of COVID year, when we wanted to uh, put things on hold. Well, I said, should we skip out on this big, important meeting we have coming up? And uh, my integrator business partner said, this is why we run on EOS. No, we absolutely need to have our meeting as per usual. And I was like, oh, gosh, man, keep me accountable. But that's what visionaries need. They need a process. They need to be held accountable um, right. as well as uh, to be able to hit the goals. So that's a little bit of the background. Right. No, that, uh, that, that's great. What, you know, and obviously that part of your story obviously is helpful not only for people who need, you know, help with, you know, getting their, you know, managing or hiring for performance, but also just in their own business. I mean, obviously they could, you know, learn because you're, you're running a business like anybody else. Yeah. And, um, you know, besides the recruiting aspect of it, but, you know, maybe we'll get to, you know, your, your focus with your clients running on EOS in a second also. But uh, look, I, I understand from Titus Talent Strategies, you guys recruit hundreds of people a year. I mean, you're not, you know, kind of like a solopreneur that's just doing some recruiting. So yes. you have this higher for performance um, methodology and a process where you guarantee for a year of people's performance after hiring, not just that it was a good, was a good hire. Uh, and 
so what does that mean? What, what is your process for, you know, for what you call hiring yeah. for performance? And, and I'm asking that also because I know that this is going to lead us into the topic and I'm hoping you can get into teaching people what they could be having in mind for their own businesses, which are you know, yeah. managing, you know, adapting that to manage for performance after hiring, because I know there's a yeah. after hiring element to what you do. So yeah. what's hire for performance? What's your process? Yeah, great, great. So I think when it, when it comes to people, um, there, there isn't a science behind people because people are not products, they're not machinery, um, you, but you absolutely need a process. I think many, many entrepreneurial people, as they start hiring people, they've got a great gut. They've got a great gut sense of how things should work and, um, and the way of going about things. And one of the things that a lot of visionaries I've found, they're just great with people, uh, great with understanding people, great with understanding, um, identifying talent, but they're not really good at following process when it comes to that. And so we, we, we're really good at it when it works. And then we all have these ones where these big dingers and we're like, except it works so-and-so. Oh, yeah. It. And if you've yeah, got leaders- sure. They have a great gut, but then there's like one or two people that was just like, that went very bad. <laughs> totally. I got them too. I mean, even in the last, last year, 18 months ago, uh, I remember, you know, our people on our leadership team and I'm saying, let's hire this person. And they said, Jonathan, we follow the process and this person on the hiring scorecard does not fit. They're not the right person. And I said, wow. trust me, I'm going to make a diamond out of this piece of coal. Right. Um, and anybody in our organization can say the name of this person. And I'm like, Oh gosh, no, I'm sorry. Right. I should have followed the process, but that's what we need. We need a process that's okay. written down and followed by all, including the visionary, include anybody follow the process. Right. Have because, a process, have it documented yeah, have a process. and exactly. follow it. Exactly. And what does that mean? Hire for performance though, right? What, what is yeah. that? You use that in a way that I didn't realize when I first heard the phrase, the extent of what that means. What does that mean? Brilliant. Good question. So often we hear people saying, using cliche statements like, uh, we hire for culture. We hire for culture fit. And you go, what does that mean? Um, let's play that one out. Somebody's they wants to hire somebody for their team. They want to hire a new individual for their team. And they go to their boss and say, I need to hire somebody for our team. And the boss says, well, what do you need? What do, what do you need? I just need a culture fit. Really? <laughs> you need That's a culture it. fit? That's like, it. sounds like you need a friend. Are you lonely? You know, what do you need? <laughs> you know, just want someone to go to beers with, you know, on a Friday afternoon, like, okay, I'm not approving that hire. Um, now you can say, well, I need, so, I need a, a salesperson or I need this, I need this. But let's define it by when we say hire for performance, we, we ask the question, what is the point in hiring? And this is following EOS really helped us with this tremendously. Uh, part of the process is what's your guarantee as a company? So we had to answer this question. What is our guarantee as a company? What are we guaranteeing? And for years, I wrestled with this one. Um, I, didn't wanna, I didn't wanna come up with a guarantee. I didn't want to um, say this is what it is because how are you supposed to guarantee people? Um, so we said, okay. Right, most recruiters, right? Most recruiters just say, I guarantee for three months or whatever that right. they're not going to quit or you're not going to fire them. Yeah. And for that period that of time. Our goal in hiring. Can you imagine if we <laughs> get recruiters? Imagine our goal in hiring anyone was, okay, we just need to hire somebody who's not going to quit or we're not going to fire. Within three months. <laughs> Within three months. We'd all be like, you suck, you know, seriously, that's your goal. You know, just hoping that the person doesn't clunk out within 90 days or six months or whatever that, even if it's one year. So you think, well, didn't you just contradict yourself, Jonathan? I said, no, the point in hiring is that somebody gets a job done. So if we're going to measure the quality of our hiring, we would say, 
The scoring is what percentage of the people we hired in any given role or across the whole company accomplished the major objectives. So for us, 80% of our revenue comes from recruitment and helping companies with the hiring. So we say, we will not work on any search unless you can tell us what three major quantifiable performance objectives need to be done by the anniversary date. You can give us five, you can take it off of your accountability chart if you want, but we want three major quantifiable performance objectives. Right. And if you give well, us- We could clearly say done or not done or on track or off track. Exactly, it's following this methodology that we, we follow internally. And so, and we break that down. Okay, if they need to do that by their anniversary date, what needs to be done in the first 90 days? If they've not got this done in the first 90 days, there's a good chance they're not gonna hit it by their anniversary date. Mm -hmm. So we're just breaking it down very, very practically and objective. And how do you monitor it? Because you need to collect, you need to get the information from them before you yep. can even know whether they owe you the money. So, oh, you just brought up money here. So uh, I, I, I remember saying to my integrator, I'm like, what if, what if we have this crazy guarantee that the person will accomplish what we set out to, we said they would do. And what if we charged a year later for our services and uh, like a good integrator. And the CFO was like, get the F out like, of here. Uh, like, what the heck did you just say? He resigned. He's like, I quit. No. Right. He's, uh, this is not good. That's not how you run a business, Jonathan. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, so basically we said, all right, cover our operating costs, um, which is time and materials. It takes us about a hundred hours from start to finish, cover our operating costs and any kind of addition that we have a something set up in place that gets charged on the anniversary date wow. a year later, because it gives us skin in the game. It makes sure we incentivize to go fast because we make more money, but we don't make money for a year later, but that's the point in hiring people. So we're teaching a principle of, of, in our process of, the point in hiring is that somebody gets something done. And so then we stay involved on a quarterly basis. And we talk about hire for performance and manage for performance. That kind of our second half of our business is helping companies with performance management, helping them understand that they should be able to look at their company scorecard down to an individual level and saying, how many of the people that we hired are actually getting their job done by quantifiable performance objectives? Right. And, that, so, and, and, and thinking about thinking about people, what people can learn from what you're saying, not just if they would hire you, obviously, but what, what can they learn from this, right? That they could use on their own. Yeah. One thing I'm hearing is that if that number one, have a hiring process that your HR department, whoever is accountable for your HR seat is accountable to follow some process, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And secondly, have some sort of measurables uh, or, or, quarterly go something on a departmental level or whatnot that is measuring whether or not the people that they hire are meeting whatever their performance responsibilities are exactly on a quarterly basis or or, or something uh so that you know that your hr seat is doing their job i mean putting aside anything with a, a recruiter i mean just even internally that you're making good decisions in hiring exactly i, I think this there's this necessary evil of recruiters right a players make career moves very differently than B, say, B and C players. A players don't just typically come to us. You have to go and get them and find them. Yeah. Okay. So we use recruiters, but we reward recruiters usually financially. If it's an agency or a third party recruiter, we reward them when the person shows up on day one by cutting right. them a big fat check, 25, right. 35, whatever the percentage is. Right? 
Why are we rewarding them then? That's not the point of recruiters. Getting somebody in the seat right. is getting the right person in the to right seat. To get the job done, as you said. To get the job done. So we hire for performance. Same with corporate recruiters. I, um, if I have, a, I have a corporate recruiter to help us get the right people in the right seat. Now, that person has got to be dialed in to the, day, the anniversary day. I don't want them focused on filling the seat. If I say pat on the back, you fill the seat, that, that's the wrong objective here. So, so what, kind, what kind of things can what kind of things should people be measuring or thinking about to see whether they are? Uh, yeah, well, that when we're still really in the hiring, we're we're not even in managing for performance yet, really, because we're we're talking about HR. What, yeah. what what should they be looking at for thinking about whether they have indeed or are hiring for right. actual performance of the job? Yeah, totally. Very simply, so. We, we do this, um, it stumps most of our clients. And we work with a lot of uh, EOS run companies, real passion for us. And uh, we have about 900 clients as a company. We still work with Milwaukee Tool today, which is wow. great. Ten year, our very first client, we're still working with them today. Wow. And then, uh, you know, like I said, we've gone to 900 clients. We're very thankful for EOS. We've uh, made Inc. 5000 uh, fastest growing companies two years in a row now. Um, and, uh, just, yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild COVID has been an interesting year, but we've never not hit our numbers prior to this year. Um, and now we're bouncing back to pre COVID numbers, which is great. So, but so with, with regard to this, every time we sit down with a company and let's say they're hiring an integrator or a salesperson, whatever the role is, doesn't matter. The, the process you're hiring a receptionist or a janitor start with the end in mind. What does this person need to do, achieve or accomplish to be considered successful? That's how we're going to measure quality of hire. Was it a quality hire or not? So it's just like number of sales closed if it's a salesperson. Yeah. Like Often I don't know, PL, EBITDA, like if it's an integrator, like what what, yep. what are you what are you exactly. measuring typically? Exactly. And so it's um, quantifiable performance objectives. So let's not describe a person. Most job descriptions say do these things. It's just stuff. It's a laundry list of duties. And then we go into must have five to 10 years of experience of this. Why would you promote somebody within your, within your organization? If you thought they could do the job? Well, yes, we would. Great. So by definition, most of those people have never done the job, right? We promote them because we believe they can do the job. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things do the person need to do to be successful? And what is this gap between that? So crafting the role by performance objectives is the, the first thing. We would never touch a recruiting search unless we knew what those objectives are. Because how can you interview for it if you don't know what the job is? If we don't know what needs to get done, achieved, or accomplished, how are you supposed to interview to see if this is right. truly a great career move? Because To be specific and realistic about what the, you smart goals. whoever you're hiring, don't do it unless you can be specific about what yep. they need to accomplish if you want to call it a success. You got it. You got it. Major, major companies out there, like LinkedIn corporate, uh, LinkedIn is a company. They say how we measure quality of hire is um, re retention or tenure. How long a person stays in a job that defines quality of hire? I'm like, that blows my mind. How, how has that got to do anything with quality of hire? Just the mm -hmm. fact that they're in the job doesn't equal quality, surely. Um, unless you've got great performance management. Uh, but uh, but it's a retention, hiring manager satisfaction. Uh, and uh, I mean, those things, they don't really measure quality. So we would say right, quality they're one step removed. You, you assume that there are proxies. Yeah. Um, well, you assume that, I mean, I assume people, the reason why people use those like tenure, 
like how long do they stay is because that's is because of the same dilemma you had, which was how do you measure performance? So you, you assume that that's a proxy. Well, they wouldn't be staying if they weren't getting the job done or you assume the hiring manager or the manager of the person wouldn't be satisfied if they weren't getting the job done. So that's a proxy for performance. Yeah. I assume that's why people do it. Yeah, I, I can see why they, why they do that. But if you look at, um, if you think of highly, highly performing, highly engaged people, typically we know who those are in our organizations. We're like, this person's a rock star. Why? They just keep blowing all their numbers or blowing all those things. We know who those people are. They're rah-rah. They're a culture champion. Great. Um, but who are the highly engaged, low performers? Often that, that gets diluted because there's a, we really like them. Everyone loves them. They're part of right. the furniture. So, rah, they stay, rah, rah. so they stay without the performance. Exactly. And we, oh, you should get rid of Johnny. Johnny sucks. You know, like, no, he doesn't. Everyone loves Johnny. You know, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I understand everyone loves Johnny and Johnny's great and pulls everyone together for company outings right. and potlucks and stuff like that. But Johnny sucks. Johnny's not performing. But nobody. <laughs> so there's a right. So that, there's a, that's the peril of using a proxy for performance instead of performance itself, which is yes. what you're trying to get to. But we, if you use a, some type of a scorecard, which is done or not done, and very clear on objective, right. it, it causes the quality of your employees to rise and make sure there's no loss and in uh, right. through. And that's the worst part. Like, do you know, you might know who your top 20% of the company are, but do you know who the bottom 80% are by way of performance? Right. Probably not because you haven't got performance goals and objectives on every individual in the company. And I would argue you should be able to. If you go to Chicago airport and you go out of the public restrooms there, there's a little green and a red button. How satisfied were you with the cleanliness of this restroom? Highly recommend you do not touch that button. Uh, Except through a uh, towel or something. Through a towel, maybe. But the point of that is some contract company, the janitorial <laughs> contract company, got the deal with a service right. level agreement saying, how will we know if you're doing a good job or not? Right, right. So they put something in place. You can do it with any role measuring right. performance. Right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to run out of time before we okay, get to sure. this manage for performance topic, which is, which is that okay? I mean, I think we could kind of see the writing on the wall of where where this is leading to, but we're not talking about hiring now. Let's say you know manage yep. for performance or whatever you're teaching clients on, you know how they're managing for performance, even for people that you didn't hire for them, you didn't find yeah. them as a FASA candidate or whatever. So. What could people or should people be doing uh, for managing their whole teams for performance, yep. you know, obviously that you've learned and that you help people implement based on, you know, the process that you set up for hiring for, for performance, how could people manage their teams for performance? Yeah, good one. So exactly the same concept. If you're starting with, you know, starting from scratch and you've not hired anyone, it's just really easy because you just start with the end in mind and got to make sure their performance goals and objectives for everyone. But most companies are not in that place. When they adopt a system like EOS, they're like, okay, how does this all work? And they're trying to fit it into their, their business. It's the same with this when it comes to managing for performance. Uh, what, what, are the, uh, what are the goals, uh, the quantifiable performance objectives for each role, which takes some time. Like, why, why do we have this position again? What do we need them to do? And how will we measure success? The measurement is really, really important. Um, then there's the value alignment. That's the people analyzer following EOS that we call it. So do they, uh, are they living our values? They, do they get it? Do they want it? Do they have the capacity to do it? Uh, and then what about the behaviors and the, the behaviors component too? Because everyone acts in a certain way or behaves in a certain way when the pressure's on and the pressure's off. So we want to know what those are. So, so we call it the head, 
the behaviors and cognitive, the heart, which is value alignment or, or, or core value alignment, however you want to call that. Um, and each of those values should have behaviors to tie to them as well. And then the, we call it the briefcase, which means what needs to be done, achieved or accomplished. And we say it's about a third of each. But there's no point in having a great culture. What's the fit. first one again? What's the head one? The head. Behaviors and cognitive. Time? Behaviors and cognitive. It's what does just that mean, behaviors? I think of just the performance on the job. But what do you mean, behaviors? Yeah. So um, you need someone with a high attention to detail, or do you need somebody who's just you know going to just be wild and uh, great social relational connector, uh, but follows no process? If you need someone who's going to follow a process, let's say you're hiring a, a CFO or a controller. And you want them to follow the same process each month and not come up with a new invention every time you might want to hire somebody who's got to follow through on the details on process or somebody who's going to create a process and then follow through on it and execute so um so before we hire any role we make sure we benchmark that role by behaviors and cognitive so it's cognitive uh, ramp up speed and ability very similar to iq fluid intelligence mm -hmm. so uh so we posted that so, so somebody third. so people should think about creating you know things about in some way of measuring i guess these you know these kind of behavioral things attitudinal things things about yeah. core, things that relate to core values and again you could you got it you could you could i guess make that a, an objective measurable by just having you know quarterly people analyzer or yeah. you know something like that and then exactly. you know and then certain kpis about the actual substance of their job you know the gwc yeah. side they get it wanted capacity um and then so, so we've guess, done this for yeah. we just literally done managed all on an excel spreadsheet for the entire company so we have you know close to 100 salaried team members mainly in the u.s some international but uh because we have an international work uh client base but um but we we manage all this on spreadsheets basically a scorecard for managing our people which ties in everything from the the people analyzer gwc accountability chart pulls it all together um, but it helps us manage according to performance goals and objectives. So literally, I wanted to see for the last few years, I want to be able to press a button and see every individual in our company, are they hitting their performance goals and objectives? Um, right. And so we created that and now we've automated it and put it into a platform called Manage for Performance, a performance management platform, which we've... And you created that? Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So then we track it and we said, okay, the goal is number one, we want to make sure we're taking care of our own house. And then number two, we want to serve our partners, um, right. helping them with hiring and managing for performance. Right. So, so again, not necessarily the people that you hired. Not, yeah, exactly. Right. Could be the people That's, they already had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just because we can help companies with their hiring, they, we love, they love our process. So they say, can we apply this process to all of our hiring? And we teach hire for performance as a workshop and implement it with organizations. So that's something we believe in knowledge transfer. We really, I guess, kind of like if you're familiar with the EOS model, there are implementers around the country um, and implementers, their goal is, is not like a, a classic consultant just to keep finding more and more problems. Right. The goal is to get the company to graduate away from and running on humming right. on the system. That's our goal as well. So we you guys, you mean, so you might do a few hires with a client but then you do training that they get you to do so that they can internally implement your you hyper performance method. You got it. Well, even, even at a certain point in time, as a lot of EOS run companies and non are in the business to grow, they're not satisfied with plateau. They want to grow as an organization. At a certain point in time, they may not need us and they may need a permanent solution, put someone in their place where they say, we need to hire somebody who can handle all of our internal recruit. We'll help them find that person and be held accountable for that person's success. 
help right, onboard for that training. first year of performance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So our clients, you know, they use us for um, the hiring process, for implementation of that hiring process, and then on the back end, the management of performance. So they can um, literally use, upload all of their team members. We help them craft the performance goals and objectives, upload them into our platform where they have a, um, an, you know, the user seats where they can go in and manage all of their people. Right. There's a great red, green, yellow process. We can see how every manager is doing or all of their people underneath them. You can slice and dice by department, by position, by everything. Where are my performance? Where are my losses? And how am I getting on my ROI of people? So... That's, is yeah. there is there now for those people who are using EOS for managing their companies? Some of them might be using traction tools or 90.io. Yeah. EOS Worldwide is coming out with their own platform pretty soon uh, for for that sort of thing. Is there any intersection or or or, or linkage between? Yeah, this, we, is this like a dupe? Like a we use we use traction tools. Um, okay. Big fan of traction tools. We actually do traction tools hiring for them as well. Uh, so okay, we're proud nice. of that partnership. Um, and um, I think I went to an event once that was, I don't know if it was sponsored. Who did I talk? I don't know, there was somebody, I don't know, did I meet someone from, from Titus? Like, I don't know. There was, there was an EOS implementer like get together from the New York area like a, a year ago. I'm trying to remember if there was someone from Titus there. I don't remember. Anyway, I'll just take credit for it because sure. neither of us know. Because was definitely there, but I can't remember if there was somebody from Titus there. Or I just talked to somebody there that had a good reference from someone from Titus. This is completely irrelevant to the interview. I'm going to stop now. But that is... Well, we, we are EOS Worldwide's premium sponsor for the upcoming conference in April yes. in so Houston. Kudos um, for that. So and I'm going to be there. Thank you. I'll, great. Well, I'll meet, you, I'll meet you there. We'll be speaking at a couple of the sessions, which is a great honor. Uh, we're huge, huge fans of EOS and... Uh, very, very thankful for EOS in our lives, in our company's life, um, right. and give a lot of credit of our success to running on EOS. So, um, but yeah, I think I think the um, the perform individual performance management component. Um, I I've not seen anything catered to uh, small and mid-sized companies. There are a lot right. of platforms out there, HRIS systems which you know, bake in performance reviews and all this kind of stuff, but they're designed for very, very large organizations. And I don't have not seen one that goes really, really dialed in performance management, which ties to the hiring of the job, hire with clear performance goals and objectives that follows it all the way through to the anniversary date. That's essentially what our platform does. And it bakes in right. early conversations using EOS principles. Right. So that's very cool, and it's and it, I'm certainly you know I think it's surprising. Other people might be surprised to you know this idea of yes, you charge something for your time and expenses at the hiring, but then the rest of your fee that's due is a year later based on based on you know productivity and actually achieving the performance of whatever it was that they were hired for. Very very novel and interesting. So I you know I think that'll be novel for people to hear about. Obviously, they can reach out to you, TitusTalent.com on you know if they do need help with hiring at whatever level and uh and or if you know if they if they want to learn and, and adopt some of of what you teach and what you help your clients do for this manage for performance stuff you know above and beyond yeah. the people that you actually hire so we, we genuinely mean this we don't have to do any recruitment for your company um if you're like oh don't like recruiters totally fine um we we teach on this process we've got loads and loads of resources from uh, hiring scorecards to processes that you can actually just uh, um, kind of translate into your world 
right. our, our four phase process, which applies to any company anywhere. And, uh, and, and then our managed for performance methodologies, literally we did it without a software or platform. We've done it in Excel. Right. We can give you all of those templates as well and help you navigate through that stuff. It's a privilege and an honor to partner with companies. So. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely reach out, Jonathan Reynolds, reach out, TitusTalent.com. I can be in touch with uh, with him or them through that. And uh, Jonathan, I appreciate you coming out. I learned a lot and it's interesting stuff, interesting perspective. You're a fun guy and you know, appreciate the conversation. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks a lot, Ben. Really good to be here. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Thank you. And we'll see everybody else on the other side. All the best. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.